come in, take a seat, and join us at the table for episode 4 of Famished, a Mr. and Mrs. podcast where we talk about memorable meals, their origins, why food is so great, and more. I'm Mr. Walker Todd, and I'm joined by... Mrs. Walker Todd. And this week, we are talking about pastor evangelists. <laughs> what? This is how I say it. You. <laughs> I'd never heard of these guys. Who are these guys? Who are the evangelists of the pastor? They are a really cool company that make fresh pasta and deliver it to your door. Ooh, like only fresh. They don't do like no. you can't you can't buy that. There ain't no dry pasta here. Ain't none of that here. Ain't none of that here. Get out of here. Get out with that dried mush. <laughs> I'm not sure where I'm from with that no, accent. I don't know. Okay. We're a bit delirious. Today. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what makes it all better? Pasta. Pasta. <laughs> Generally speaking, tonight we're not eating pasta. We're just cooking what <laughs> baked potato baked, baked <laughs> beans. Maybe we should Stop go shopping. shaming us. <laughs> Maybe we should go shopping or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe we need to. But pasta evangelists—they sound cool. I didn't know anything about them until you were like, "We—they are doing food. We need to get food from them." Yeah, it's just a cool subscription service, but you don't have to actually subscribe. You can just order one off when you want to. Is that their whole thing? Is it? Do they have a store? No. Oh, so they're just online. Yes. Why are you pulling these faces? I don't know. I say know. with great confidence. They, they have no brick and mortar locations There's at no all. Bricks. They might have a brick and mortar location. But, no, they can't do because all you can do is order online. There's no, like, come to our store. Right. Well, right now that makes sense. We're still in lockdown if you're listening to this and you're not listening to it in 2020. We're still in lockdown. Yeah. So it was perfect, actually, for us to order some to the door. Yes. Um, where did you even find out about them? Wait, let me guess. Instagram? Probably. <laughs> I don't really know. I feel like I heard about them in a magazine. I know that they've been featured in loads of places. Sure. And lots of people rave about them. Like Prue from Bake Off raves about them. Prue, you're on first name terms. And you're in Prue. Prue. Best friends. You get jewellery tips for chunky jewellery options. <laughs> no. No. You're, you're... I don't like her jewellery situation. Why? Are you saying that because of my earrings right now? I was just looking at your earrings. It's like, That's oh, really they... unacceptable that you've just compared me to Prue. They're a more sophisticated version of what Prue would wear. Is that... I don't... No, I'm not happy with you now. Oh, okay. Um... It's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> They've been featured in Telegraph, Tatler. I think you can buy them boxed in harrods oh oh so they're in a store but not their store that's fair that's but not fair. their store no, no, that's cool but that, that immediately gives me an idea of the level yes and anyone listening if you don't know harrods it's like the fanciest department store in london like you're putting a face like everyone you don't know harrods who are you if you don't know harrods get out of the podcast if you don't know harrods you should definitely go and go and peruse the food hall it's not as good as it used to be because you still, can't taste everything i'm still pretty good though but it is still pretty good. You can't <laughs> buy anything. Like lettuce is like fifteen pounds. Yeah. But it's really fun if you walk around the store and you notice the really rich people who go and buy their weekly shop from there. So they're buying lettuce that is that much money. I feel like they can't be that rich if they're the ones going. Surely their butler would go. Maybe it's their maid or their butler Maybe it's that the we're maid seeing. Or their butler. I don't know. Anyway, it's a great experience. You should go. But sure. do be warned, the taster level is drastically decreased and it's greatly upsetting. This implies, this tells everyone that not only are you not happy with the standard Harrods currently is, but you have in the past frequented Harrods enough so that you can compare the two times. 
<laughs> no. Harrods ain't what it used to be. No. But it does stock past for evangelists, which is in itself a kind of mark of quality, I guess. Or at least fanciness. I think so. And the reason we ordered recently is because they did a cool collaboration with Donald Russell, which is a really good butcher's. Oh. Um, it wasn't one that I'd previously heard of, but I saw it in various updates. So was the meat in the dishes that we'll get onto in a sec from that butcher's? Yeah, so they've done oh. a specific partnership with them and they are a butcher's that they stock uh, Michelin star restaurants and oh, okay. great big fancy hotels. And I had literally no idea. That's so cool. Yeah. so I love it. I just ordered it and was like, here, this is great. Here, eat it. Eat the pasta. <laughs> I mean, that's fine for me. That's the level that I'm happy with. Like, yeah. of course. Okay, cool. Whatever you say, yum, yum, yum. Well, let's, okay, we, we've kind of danced around it. What do we actually order? So we ordered a spring lamb ragu with fresh pacheri pasta and a mint crumb. I don't even know what pacheri is. Pacheri. It's like a big tube pasta. I just realized peas are great for podcasts without a pop filter. So pacheri. Um, and then we also ordered bucatini, which I always want to say like bucati. Is it Bugatti, the car? Or is it Bugatti? Bugatti. But it's not that. Um, a la carbonara with streaky smoked bacon and a barbecue bacon crumb. They do love a crumb on a lot of their pasta dishes. I mean, just calling anything a crumb sounds I mean, fancy, sounds right? sounds so bougie. The lamb one. Yeah. Are they the same price? Yeah. Are we talking price right now? Sure. sure. £8.50 a dish. That's not bad. It's not bad. Think for what it was. I'd say the portions were a little small. I think that most portions in life are small, so I don't think I can really. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're not the best people to meet to that one. Although I did feel full at the end, like I it felt was, okay. I mean, it was rich, but we did have a salad on the side. <laughs> that no, is nothing. That, no, it does though. It sure, ends, it ends the meal nicely. Sure, sure. <laughs> Clears the way for dessert. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were a little bit small, but rich because yeah, just the the level of ingredients I thought were phenomenal. And it all comes in a cute little box, all in the sachets, all yeah. colour-coded. You get a nice like book with the menu of what you've ordered and how to cook it, which is all very simple. The only thing I would say is when we were cooking it, because we were trying to cook two separate dishes, that was less fun juggling. Mm. I think if you order the same dish, if there's two of you or however many, way easier. it'll be way easier because yeah. you can just batch cook the I whole th- lot. I think we used every pan in the kitchen. <laughs> used four pans that's a lot of pans for some pasta well we had the pat the two different pastas and the two different sauces yeah true it's very reasonable if i remember correctly not to poke holes in the whole experience because i thought the unboxing of it was wonderful like everything looked beautiful really well presented everything was nicely sealed and color coded on that point though the color coding was a little bit ambiguous oh because they'd used like a fuchsia pink and then like a pillar box red yeah, and especially and like, like in the warm like lighting of our kitchen, like it was toughy. Yeah. So yeah, if you had like bacon lardons in one and pancetta pieces in another, you'd be like, um, which is which? <laughs> we ended up smelling the crumbs because I wasn't sure. It's again that crumb. That crumb is is nice. the key. Um, but yeah, the lamb one was shoulder of lamb because it's kind of fattier and really nicely marbled. <gasps> Yes. And the lamb had been slow cooked with what they call a herb bouquet, which just made me really happy that it was called that. <laughs> um, which had... I thought calling something, having giving something a crumb was fancy. A herb bouquet, that is fancy. It is. Uh, rosemary, thyme and a little bit of mint. 
I liked it. Up. Yeah. It kind of reminded me... It, the reason I ordered it is because I absolutely love roast lamb. Pretty much any roast dinner, really. I was going to say, what roast don't you like? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this feels like a roast dinner pasta. Which they'll probably hate me for saying, because that then doesn't sound very sophisticated <laughs> or classy. But that's what I had in my head. I mean, it sounds nice still. I'd still mm. definitely chow down on a roast pasta. Mm. The thing it reminded me of, which I think we did talk about at the time as well, it had kind of... It evoked memories of our wedding reception oh, yes, meal, it did. which is a definitely a conversation for another day. But we had a lamb pasta scenario there as well. We did our whole menu was themed. Anyway, we won't go around that now. That's another time. That'd be a good conversation though. Yeah. But yeah, just having this beautiful, high quality lamb, beautiful mm. pasta dish definitely kind of had a bit of a kind although of, i was quite upset like it wasn't the same no you were trying to squeeze the pasta sauce out of the oh yeah the plastic packet that it comes in and mm. i was like this even if you like really get your fingers like squeezing that down mm. there's still some sauce left over and you do love sauce it really upsets me that it doesn't all go in the pan <laughs> that's just my own issues i think we got past it though because the end dish was still amazing it was it's yeah. true and then the carbonara so yeah, go on. <laughs> words are about to be said i thought it was interesting that the carbonara was the recipe that it was considering what was in it elaborate you continue with your point because i think i might feed back into it so or they openly say it's not traditional because they kind of wanted to give a nod to like the British barbecue situation, which is oh, why they made okay. it smoky. Okay. So that was the smoky part of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they kind of wanted to transport you to Rome, but through your own British garden barbecue situation. That's that's a tricky needle to thread. I'm not sure if they achieved that, but it doesn't matter because it was still delicious. It was nice. I would say that carbonara is not the easiest thing to cook. And we did okay, but I think the sauce, it it didn't fully curdle, but it went a little bit claggy. Oh, it did, it didn't should it? have been silkier. Was that the temperature of the pan? Was that us or was that them? No, I think that's us, but I just think, just be warned. I think if you're not... Oh, sure. If you're not too confident in the kitchen, I wouldn't say the carbonara is the easiest, like a tomato-based something or other, rather than a creamier based something but we'll come on to the creamier situation in a minute the thing i was going to get at was a true carbonara does that not use egg it only uses egg and no like cream no there's no cream in it this had we so checked the recipe, i looked right? the ingre- at the ingredients because yeah. i was like oh this sauce looks really creamy it was it had cream in it which if any italians are listening they'll be like this is wrong yeah sacrilege yeah um, because traditionally you make a carbonara with egg yolks, mm. parmesan, and a bit of pasta water, I think. Didn't we try that, like, not Maybe that long ago? Yeah, we made a Jamie Oliver one. And it actually it worked, worked really well. And it tasted epic. It did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing they probably do that because I don't see how you could package an egg yolk based sauce oh, it'd be super tricky i don't think it would work and if there was like temperature fluctuations whatever and i'm not gonna lie i don't mind like you know when you go to like an italian restaurant that's like a chain restaurant yeah all of the carbonara is super saucy and really creamy i sometimes quite like that because it feels a bit dirty and a bit naughty 
Did this feel dirty? No, but this didn't. So it was like creamy, but then didn't have that same level of satisfaction. It was a sophisticated, if if technically incorrect, carbonara. You're wrong. <laughs> wrong carbonara, but yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Delicious incorrectness. Yeah. Deliciously incorrect. But is... it was interesting that they said it's non-traditional because it's smoky. Yeah, and made no Not mention of the cream. or <laughs> Because of the cream. So yeah, I was a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But it was delicious. Mm. Did you look at anything else that they had? Mm-hmm. At the time or now? No, no, at the time. Yeah. But I wanted the special ones. Oh, but you they... know what I'm like. I only want special Of course, yeah. If it, if you can order off menu, you will order off menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So they don't do these dishes now. You've missed the boat, guys. So is that like seasonal? Or is it like weekly or... That was a special they just change partnership. It but they change their menu, I believe, every week. Wow. Okay. There are some things which definitely I saw when we ordered and I've seen now. So I think there's some staples that they have. Well, from those, if anything to mind, what would you order of the staples? Crab and chili ravioli with an Amalfi lemon butter. Oh boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. I am denied about that before, but because you don't like fish, I was like, don't order that because then he won't really taste it. But now I'm a little bit like, screw you. I want it. Well, also, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm a bit averse to fish, generally speaking, but, but. I'm pulling a face. I've gotten a lot better over the years. And, and I've had crab in uh, mainly like Asian cooking and I like it. It's delicious. If it's seasoned right and if it's flavoured, like a company with the right flavours. I mean, in fairness, this is covered in a lemon butter. I don't really see that you'd say no. Exactly. Yeah. So I, if it's a staple and it's still there right now, I have no objection if after this we just go and order one now. Mm. (laughs) I think I need to make like an um montage of us just like... Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know. Um, also, really excited at the moment. They're doing like a charcuterie platter, which you can order alongside the pasta dish. So they don't just do pasta. And at pasta the moment, that, that they have it now. But that's another option, like timed yeah. thing. There's no pudding. That was the other thing that was really upsetting. No, no creme brulee. No, no tiramisu. No tiramisu. Yeah, but of course, how are you going to fit that through someone's letterbox? Whereas this does badly. Yeah, a bit smushy. <laughs> um, okay, I I feel like shikudri. Oh, I guess I guess I feel like I would just go pick our own, you know, pick and choose our own shikudri. You could, but then the beauty of this is that it all comes in one go. Yeah. Rather than you have to order the pasta evangelist box and then you have to do a shop as well. No, thank you. Yeah, true, true. Okay, for the convenience, sure. For the convenience, for the whole package. I feel like the money is better spent on the pasta because that's the thing they do, whereas the, the charcuterie is someone else's product. It's not theirs. And That's true. I don't know. You can't order wine either. <laughs> what is this? What is this? You can get wine through the letterbox now and like cocktails in like sachets. So I feel yeah. like that's something they should add. Pastor Evangelist, if you are listening, you should add wine in a bag. Yeah, I'm classy. Add it to your boxes. People will order it. If they're not averse to putting cream in a carbonara, they probably won't be averse to putting even true. You know, good wine, but good in a wine. bag, if that's a thing that exists. I won't judge. No one will judge. I'll just drink. If they get wine through the post, who would judge? <laughs> <laughs> what fool would judge? <laughs> How was the making experience? You, you talked about the, the clagginess, the splitting. The making experience was absolutely fine. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. The tasting experience was the best bit. The, 
but the caveat to the tasting experience because it was really nice actually we made both dishes and then mm-hmm. we we you know we poured some wine we took them outside it was sunny at the time not yeah. sunny today which is very no. upsetting but it was sunny at the time so we could sit in the garden which i think for that kind of food it was a whole like century thing yeah that was great um they did cool down pretty fast especially the lamb one lamb dishes in life seem to always cool no, down super yum. duper fast i don't know what that's about um so yeah just bear that in mind if you are trying to have a nice relaxing evening cooking mm. once it's cooked get it on the plate get it in your face go go but the flavors were brilliant yeah they were amazing the the crumb on the lamb that that herby crumb was really nice because it was uh, people may think that mint lamb and pasta sounds a bit odd well because minted lamb in a roast is is perfectly acceptable mm. I, I to think, me i was like Ooh. well i think lamb and pasta is not a common pairing no that's people true. already seem beef or maybe pork depending on the dish yeah. but but i really liked it and i think having that kind of breadcrumb texture on the top mm. really adds to it otherwise it can all be very sort of silky and delicious but it's nice to add the extra crunch yeah and it gives a pop of flavor throughout the dish so the mint was more you could taste the mint more in the crumb than you could in the sauce for sure for sure uh, i think that was important though like i think the crumb needed to be like almost over seasoned like so punchy mm. because it was lacking that flavor at least was lacking in other parts of the dish but yeah. then the meat was amazing in its own right it was yeah. beautifully tender the fat to meat content yeah it was awesome in red wine and a tomato sauce with those with that herb bouquet that we talked about earlier um so yeah all of it was really delicious slow cooked yeah it will also make your kitchen smell incredible (laughs) yeah that's true so good um and then the same with the carbonara again the flavors were really nice the lardons were delicious which came from um donna russell Mm all very smoky and then there was a crumb that was like a kind of taste smoked so the breadcrumbs tasted smoked yeah. which was really nice and that was the nod to the whole summer barbecue do you know how to smoke i don't know how do you smoke a thing especially something that isn't like meat i think you can get like canisters of this almost like smoke yeah canisters of smoke like that extracted then you put in smoke a, yeah then you put in a like a airtight kind of vacuum thing with whatever the thing mm-hmm. is that you're trying to smoke and then you smoke it and but you can create smokeries which are like wooden boxes and in the base you have the sort of fire etc etc and you can use different types of woods to create different like you get apple wood smoke, oh apple wood cheese and, and stuff you, yes and then oh. you put the the thing that you're trying to smoke nearer the top so it's not really being touched by the flames just the smoke just the smoke huh. and then that gets absorbed the more you know do you know that? No. Oh, it's like an American thing from like the 90s, I think. Amazing. It's like a rainbow. Nice. I think it's LeVar Burton, who's Geordie from Star Trek, Next Generation. Anyone? Anyone? No? 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 Okay. Silence. Disapproving look, yeah. <laughs> one of us is geekier than the other. Can you guess which one? <laughs> yeah. I think of the two dishes, the lamb dish was definitely the more sophisticated and fancy. They were both lovely. Yeah. They both felt like an experience to unbox mm. and cook and everything. But I think that the lamb one, the, the specials, I guess, that they have on the site are the ones to kind of definitely pay close attention to. Yeah. And then you can get a subscription if you want to. We just don't have the moolah for that right now. Sure. Otherwise, I think I would. I'd be really tempted because it is a treat, but it's not too expensive as a treat. Like it's, it's cheaper than takeaway. Yes, you have to cook it yourself, but I mean, it's so easy. It was super easy. 
just the splitting of that carbonara. But the one thing I did think, which mm. I think we both agreed on, was this would be ideal for like date night. So yeah. date night for people who have been together for ages, but also if you're having like someone over, someone new, oh, you want to what? impress them. Hang on, would you tell them? No, don't tell them. <laughs> just be like, look what I made. Just lie about everything from the start of the relationship. <laughs> that's that's your advice. Hey. Hey. We're still here 11 years on and you don't know what I've lied to you about. Actually, to be fair, I'm pretty sure there was a fa- it was founded on a lie, was it not? Maybe. <laughs> uh, and it's worked out great. Yeah, yeah, it has. But you did still lie. I did. And you'll have to listen to another episode to find out what that lie was. <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset? Are you complaining? <laughs> no. If it meant I got lamb and carbonara. Oh, no, I meant about it. the relationship. <laughs> No, no, but I, I mean, it's led to this point. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the, the nexus. This is the culmination. You're doing well. We're doing very, very I make well. you food. Y- but y- now you also make me food. I was going to say, you're looking panicked, like, oh, no. I'm panicking. I feel like I'm digging a hole. Run away, run away. <laughs> I mean, you are digging a hole, but I'm not, like, helping you dig that hole right now. <laughs> but yes, our relationship was founded on a lie. Let's move on. All relationships... <laughs> could be founded on lies if you start with one of the pastor evangelists you are still digging that hole wow (laughs) that's not a hole that's just you just turned it from our hole to the hole of every relationship ever and then i'm just saying guys if you want to impress that's what you should do yeah to be fair i think that's (laughs) i I feel like you're not disagreeing no 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 it's just a funny a funny a funny path to take but yeah for sure it's really impressive, especially if you don't know how it's come to your And in fairness, this is reminding me of a story. So when we first started dating... Oh no, is this the... What did you make? Is this the... What did I make? What was it called? What was it? I forgot the name. The Four dish. hour macaroni cheese. Yeah, I made mac and cheese. I went to Waitrose. I bought like four fancy cheeses, like the fanciest ones. I didn't know what any of the names were, or what they meant. And then I am not a as competent a cook. As Ellie, as you might be able to tell. No, you are a good cook. I mean, I've gotten better. Hmm. But this was this was day zero of the relationship sort of thing. This was, this was year zero at the This was least. him trying to impress me by waiting me, wait, waiting me, making me wait four hours for... I mean, it, it wasn't intentional that it took me four cheese. hours. I it, had a nap. You, you did have a nap. But then you woke up and you were presented with mac and cheese. And it was delicious, guys. There's no doubt about that. I mean, was it worth four hours? No, of course not. No mac and cheese. I cheeses. think it was. And I think it was really sweet that you took so long to... You, you. It was a labour of love. I did not want to mess it up. I was like following instructions. I didn't know how to make like a roux or a white sauce, whatever it was. With like, you put flour in I there. I don't think you've ever made one since. No, no. Did it put you off There's life? a couple of dishes that we can talk about again, but like... The, the experience of making them is so traumatizing for me <laughs> that I'm like, never again. It's okay, babe. Just order Pastor Evangelist and cook it for me. I'm down. Sure. Hey, now I didn't even know it was a subscription. They had a subscription plan. Yes. And you can pause it and do all those sorts of things like you can do with Gusto and those how, other people. How much? Do you know how much the subscription plan is? I don't. But I remember when I looked at it, I didn't think it was that expensive. I thought if you were going to eat out or order takeaway... This is still going to be cheaper. Yeah. This is still going to be cheaper and probably nicer, depending on what kind of takeaway. I mean, if they're doing order. these partnerships as well with these like fancy butchers and stuff, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that you're getting handmade quality handmade pasta. Yeah, and it's all fresh ingredients. You know, there's not. It's not full of crap. It doesn't keep. That is something to know. It's hard. You can freeze it. You can freeze it. You can freeze it. Okay, that's cool. I think most dishes you can freeze, if not all. Okay, that's good. Which they do tell you, but otherwise you do need to eat it within 24 hours, which we 
didn't do and we're fine and still standing today but not that we would endorse people doing that no but it was delicious and actually i think we had an extra day before we were supposed to eat it mm. but it was still superb and they give you a nice little pot of parmesan and it's a decent amount which i really like yeah they were they didn't skimp on the on the no. kind of components i just say the overall portion was a little bit small but then we are greedy buggers so <laughs> <laughs> it's true we are but overall star rating pastor evangelists home order service out of five stars. Four. Four. I think that's fair. I think that's a respectable score. I don't think we're going to start establishing a star rating for everything we, we try. But <laughs> but I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. Especially at the moment. Everyone's knackered from all of this crap going on around us. Like, it's nice to just treat yourself and have a bit of a decent meal that's not extortionate because takeaway, let's be real, it is. Yeah. So it's that nice kind of middle ground between ordering and cooking your own food, which yeah. is very nice or ordering takeaway this kind of sits in the middle and is depending on your level of cooking and depending what type of takeaway you order is arguably better Mm. and it did feel special oh for sure no especially as i think make an event of this like yeah you do get the wine out do make some side salads or or garlic bread or something to go with it some of that charcuterie charcuterie. i'm definitely gonna make him order some like as soon as we get off yeah, I'm, I'm bracing myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My bank balance is bracing itself. <laughs> Although, then again, I'm the one now tempted by the subscription because it's so good. So, mm-hmm. um, Guys, I think that was it. That was Pastor Evangelist. That was Pastor Evangelist, guys. Four stars Four of stars. our arbitrary star rating system that we are never going to use again. <laughs> that we're just making up as we go along. Yeah, for sure. There was um, no scoring system on that. <laughs> just, yeah, four. There hasn't been yet, but yeah, four. Four out of seven bananas. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for tuning in again to yeah. Famished episode four. Um, this was a fun one. We really enjoyed the eating of this one, particularly. I we think. did. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. It's a surprise. But I think we were discussing. I'm so excited. Uh, ingredients again, which is something that we wanted to do from when we first started talking about the show as a whole, was just focusing on like one ingredient. Yes. And all about that, like not just what dish did we make with it in, but like where it came from and, and all of that stuff where have we eaten it why are we so excited about why it? are we spending half an hour talking about the one ingredient <laughs> um, because there is so much to say yeah so yeah stay tuned for that it's gonna be good um of course if you don't already please think about subscribing to the podcast you can check us out on social media you can find us on instagram and twitter at famished family we are on youtube um just search for famished episode Actually, Famished Episode seems to be the best way to find us on YouTube. Oh, weird. Yeah, eventually we'll be able to have like um, like a dedicated URL and everything. Um, but of course, you can always just go into the Instagram link in bio and that links you to everywhere the show is, including the video and the listening forms. So yeah, that was Famished Episode 4. I've been Mr. Walker Todd. And I've been Mrs. Walker Todd. Thanks for joining us at the Famished Table. And don't forget, always leave room for more.